Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dork down for a Hey, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, FamilyPetAncestry.com. You're probably already there. Let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song with his wife, Sarah, that you just heard. He's going to sing his version of the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio, and Vilmos works on JackieCation.com the website. There are many ways to support the show. The Amazon link is one. You can use an Amazon link from JackieCation.com or DorkForest.com to go to Amazon. You order like normal and it supports the show. There is a straight up donation button, PayPal or Venmo to this uh, email address that is mine, Jackie at JackieCation.com, where you can just donate to the show if you like the show a lot. I think PayPal has figured out a way to do a monthly. If you want to go monthly, please do. Other ways to support the show if you want to is you can buy merch. There's Dork Forest t-shirts and all the shirts are union made here in America. So they run a little big. Union Bayside. So if you want to look up their size chart. And then the other merch is my stand-up merch. On JackieCation.com, you can watch me do stand-up. You can look at my schedule and the stand-up merch, a couple of different t-shirts, couple of different enamel pins, and all my CDs and my DVD. If you want to live stream my DVD, it's over there at ComedyFilmNerds.com. They have a live streaming capability, or you can get a hard copy of the DVD on my website. Oh, there are premium episodes at Bandcamp. TheDorkForest.Bandcamp.com has probably 10 episodes that were done live. They cost me a couple of bucks to make, so I charge you a couple of bucks. If you've run out of regular episodes, go over to TheDorkForest.Bandcamp.com and get some more. Other than that, I say this. Let's get into the show. Hey, it's Jackie Cation, and uh, you're having trouble already? Technical trouble? (laughs) Andrew Salmson? Why wouldn't you? How about now? How about now? Uh, Can you hear it? Can you hear it? There. Uh, Fiddle and... uh, I'm going to get you a new one of those. Okay, please get me a new one of those. Hey, Rangers, guess who's on the show? It's Andrew Solson. That's me. You've been on. I've been on. Let's do it again. Let's. Uh, but now, it's a, it's a brave new world. It's been a couple of years. It's been a few years, yeah. It might be three. Yeah, it's, we've uh, talked about virtualization. Right. Computer virtualization. And then I think networking was the first one. Well, yeah, well that was computer virtualization and networking. And then no, the, the second... First, the, I thought the first one was... Okay, what was the second one? The second one was TiVo. No, the fr- I thought the... F- well, you guys go back into the in, into the archives and look up Andrew Solmson. It's S O L M S S E N, which is what it is on Twitter and Facebook. It's just at Solmson, right? And at Andrew Solmson on the Instagram, because where you I can have see a, a, a beautiful, beautiful lot of shots of you hiking mm-hmm. on foot around this great city. Yeah, I hike a lot. That's it. That's what we're doing. We're dorking out about hiking, hiking, and I think we'll do a sub dork about Bluetooth headsets if you want. <laughs> Because you use a Bluetooth headset as you as you hike, I do, and I just got a new one that I'm all excited about. Well, let's uh, let's hear it. First of all, uh, it's funny that there's hiking uh-huh. because uh, I think the episode right before you is my brother. No, no, a couple episodes before you, my brother talking about hitchhiking. Oh yeah, okay. Have yeah. you ever hitchhiked offhand? Because it has the word hiking in it. I have hitchhiked in my teens and 20s a couple or three times and i've picked up hitchhikers a couple of times which i will never do again right well that is um 
That for six years, my brother Phil hitchhiked mm-hmm. around this great nation, Minneapolis to Los Angeles and San Francisco every year, mm-hmm. and then over to New Orleans and then back up. Wow! From okay. when he was like twenty, nineteen or twenty, when he got out of the Moonies, uh, to when he was about twenty six, mm-hmm. and uh, and now he just drives. He drives like a maniac. Anyway, okay. so uh, hiking. Literally, you can get over the hill sometimes faster than traffic. Yeah, here I in mean, Los Angeles, I uh, I walk. I mean, my current sort of daily walk mm-hmm. is I I leave my home near Crescent Heights in Santa Monica in West Hollywood. What time? Uh, usually three or four in the afternoon. Okay, so you you go in the late afternoon. Yeah, because of the weather. I like to time it so that I'm at the top at sunset. Okay, yeah, yeah and it's cooler. It's yeah. more beautiful. Yeah, not that it's not pretty during and the. It's also the end the of day. my work day. And right. Yeah, I I do my work mo- mainly from home. I am mm-hmm. an IT consultant. Yeah, true. And uh, I'm doing IT as we speak. Right, things are happening right over in that corner <laughs> at my computer. Uh, but uh, w- wait, I want to back up because um, yeah. what happened was is. Talk to me about why and how this all began. Well, because you literally, three years ago, you had two topics. We've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Stand-up comedy and IT. Uh, now you have two topics. It's IT and hiking. Well, and so we are going to talk about hiking, by God. Yeah. Well, I've been through a lot of changes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, uh, in 2008, was 525 pounds. Right. And uh, in 2013, I was... Uh, 480 pounds and very, very sick. Right. I was in and out of the hospital for three years. Uh, yeah, you were. Uh, I have 18 or 19 hospital bracelets on my refrigerator to remind me. And I only visited you, what, four times? That seems rude. Well, anyway. I was in and out sometimes. It was hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, no, Jackie came more than anybody, actually, and yeah. uh, is uh, uh, a delight and a wonder, <laughs> even in a well, hospital setting. There you go. Uh, it's, uh... Uh, and I was... Very pleased to see her. But, uh, uh, yeah, so I was in and out of the hospital. By the middle of 2015, uh, I was down to about 340. Okay. And uh, full of hubris. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were pretty psyched about it? Yeah, but also, you know, I've lost, you know, a couple hundred pounds. I can see 200 from here. I know how to do this. (laughs) Let's make it work. Right. And, uh, uh, And then I gained 60 pounds back. Oh, back up to 400. Yeah. And uh, that's the middle, yeah, from the middle of 2014 to the end of 2015. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the, you know, got scared, got terrified and realized that I needed to make a change in my life. Mm -hmm. And I had sleeve gastrectomy surgery. My stomach is very small. They were talking about doing that for years, but they yeah. said you had to lose the weight to do it, right? I But I had lost the weight at that point, and I was still resistant. Because, oh, you didn't want to do it? Yeah. Because you were like, I'm at 340. I thought I, I could just do, do this yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, and there's also, there's a whole bunch of stuff tied up in having weight loss surgery. People think it's cheating in some way, or that you are not taking care of what really is bothering there's you. There's some real assholes in the world yeah, who will judge surprised. you. I will not be surprised, uh, be, but mm. I will tell you, because I think it's just because of how many people are on the planet now. We get to run into more of them. Let me tell you my favorite thing, mm-hmm. my favorite asshole thing these days. <laughs> oh, these days? Yeah, these days. Currently? These, yeah. Okay. Which is when you tell somebody you've lost over 300 pounds and they say, and what's your goal? Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. That is, have you heard Emily Heller's bit about going to ther- uh, to work out 
she had a a workout. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I think I've, I have. I think I was like, "What's your goal?" And she was like, "Well, I want to be healthier." Yeah, I yeah, be. yeah. And yeah. he's like, "No, no. What's your goal?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "I don't consider myself. I'm yeah. fine." Yeah. Anyway, she's so happy that's at bananas. The way she's at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, I'm two twenty now and five eight, and I could definitely lose thirty or forty pounds, as Andy Dick told me the other day. Ugh. And uh, you know why his name's Andy Dick? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I said to Andy the other day at the at the improv, I was like, uh, hey, Andy, it's Andrew. You may not uh, recognize me. I've lost 300 pounds since the last time we've seen each other. Right. And uh, he looks me up and down and he says, you could lose 30 more. <laughs> uh, what a fucking piece of shit. Uh, and, uh, but it got a laugh. It got oh, a was laugh. He, where was he? It was at the improv around. Uh, with, oh, just like, at the bar? Yeah. No, it was in the back of the showroom. It was oh, actually right. a show called Everybody Has an Andy Dick Story. Everybody does have an Andy Dick story. I have two. I have two um, now. But, he uh, doesn't, uh, yeah. He, yeah. It's, uh, speaking of hubris. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so I had the surgery. So you had that surgery in I 2015. In very, very close to the end of 2015. Okay. December 29th, 2015. Uh, they took out 85% of my stomach. Right. And it fixed. Did they take some of the weight out too? Or did no. They? Okay. That, that, there was a lot of stuff that had happened before then. I'd lost a lot of weight. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I had a surgery in 2014 where they cut about 40 pounds of tissue off my midsection. Okay. That needed to go. Uh, and uh, But then I gained a lot of weight back right. from that. That was when I was 340, was at the after that surgery. Okay. And then... Uh, you got the sleeve. I got this, this vertical sleeve gastrectomy. There mm-hmm. are four basic bariatric surgeries. There's uh, the lap band, which doesn't work. Okay. Uh, there's uh, sleeve gastrectomy, which I had. Does the, the lap band not work for anyone? It may work for some people, but my feeling about it is A... If you don't need to lose a lot of weight, it works for you. Okay. But uh, why then have a surgery? Do you know what I mean? Like, if you don't need to lose 60 pounds right. or 100 pounds, that's something you can do. And uh, But if you can't, you can't. Yeah. So it's just not for you. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my feeling about the lap band is that for the people who have to lose a lot of weight, it has to stay in for a long time. Mm-hmm. And that creates... Are the lap bands removable or yeah, something? Yeah, it is removable and it's adjustable. There's a port under your arm where they put saline to make the band smaller or larger depending on your needs. Oh, weird. And, I've only seen the ads. Um, and the... Uh, but the band wraps around the stomach mm-hmm. and creates a, a, a restriction, basically. Mm-hmm. and um, Which makes it just uncomfortable to eat, yes. essentially. Yeah. And okay. if, you, um, if you leave the band in for a long time, which people do, mm-hmm. if they have a lot of weight to lose, it creates scar tissue that ends up permanently creating that restriction in a way that's not good for people. And oh, it's not as safe as yeah. the actual surgery. Yeah. UCLA, okay. for example, won't do the lap band anymore. Oh, okay. I don't know that they ever did, but they the, they won't do the lap band, and, well, which is where I so- had my surgery is UCLA. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's so much surgery that, or there's so many things that you're like, well, this is a great idea. And then you're like, we don't even know what the yeah. what the side effects are yeah. eventually. Uh, and so then I, uh, I had the vertical sleeve gastrectomy, which mm-hmm. is where they just physically rem- remove most of the stomach and, and close it up again. It, it looks like a tube now instead of the sort of kidney bean kind of shape that you know. Right. And... Uh, uh, and I can eat just a lot less than I used to. Right. But it's better for me, I think, than the other sort of well-used surgery, which is right. the traditional... Right, you mentioned two. What are the other two? The other two are the traditional gastric bypass, sometimes called a RUNY. Okay. And in that surgery, they actually sort of reroute your plumbing a little bit. Oh, okay. Right? They leave the stomach in place, 
but they separate it into two pieces, and one piece it comes becomes a kind of a blind alley. Oh, okay. All right, and then your intestine is hooked up to what's left of your stomach at the top, and mm-hmm. what's different about that surgery and the gastric sleeve is that um, uh, the lower in the sleeve, the lower sphincter of the stomach is left intact. They don't anastomose the intestine to the stomach pouch, uh, and that means that I can eat and drink pretty much whatever I want. Uh, That's what that would be? Yeah. Where you can eat and drink whatever you want. It just goes straight out. Well, it's just that in the gastric bypass, that that border where they anastomose the intestine to the stomach is a very sensitive... That's the sleeve or the one you're talking about? The gastric bypass. The gastric bypass just bypasses the a lot stomach. of the stomach. Yeah. A lot of the stomach. Got it. And uh, But that's that border where the intestine is sewed to the what's left of the stomach mm-hmm. is very sensitive and you can't do things like take NSAIDs or eat spicy foods or things like what's that. What's an NSAID? Uh, like ibuprofen or... Uh, uh, some uh, medicines? Or? Some medicines okay. that, that upset the stomach. Okay. Um, and so, and people who have the full gastric bypass often have what's called dumping syndrome, where if they eat something that's very rich, mm-hmm. uh, they just lose it very quickly. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, um, uh, uh, exciting. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's some bypass, exciting eating. And so, you know, so that's three. Wa- what's yeah. the other one? Uh, it's something called the duodenal switch, mm-hmm. which, uh, is really, very rarely done now. Okay. Um, uh, um, famously, a uh, big boy. The DJ here in LA had right. one, and uh, he suffered from it quite a bit. And uh, it's a more aggressive bypassing of more of the intestine. Okay. Uh, so you have a lot of absorption issues. You can't get enough vitamins and stuff from your food. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Um, wow, this is such this is such a big like money maker thing that I'm sure. Yeah, but here's the thing: VSG helped me a lot, mm-hmm. and I was always hungry. Mm-hmm. I was never unhungry. I was never full or satisfied until I was full to the point of pain. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's gone. That's gone. That's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I still have this, this sort of cultural and emotional attachments to food. That sure. Anybody who was heavy does, but the physical need for it has changed dramatically. That's great. And so I had this surgery at the end of 2015. I got home from the hospital a couple of days into 2016. And, uh, and I was like, I've, I've done this thing that's changed my life. Mm -hmm. I will never eat the same way again. Right. And, uh, and it was a big, uh, uh, it worried me as someone who ate all the time and who found solace in eating. One of the reasons I put off the surgery for as long as I did was because I was afraid of giving up that tool Mm -hmm. to manage my mood, to manage my life. And so I, I finally said, it was killing me and I had to do something. And, right. And so I had the surgery and I got home and I was like, well, I've made this huge change and none of it matters unless I do the rest of it. Right. And so I started walking. I built these 10-minute uh, playlists just to get me out the door. Just music? or Just music, yeah. And okay. Just, I just said, if I can walk through this playlist... Okay, I'll just 10 minutes of just, music. Just 10 minutes of music. Nice. And then I made the playlist 18 minutes, and then I made the playlist 30 minutes. How long did you do the 10-minute playlist? For a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. So just, you would just essentially, you're like, I'm putting my headphones in. Yeah. I'm heading out the door for mm-hmm. 10 minutes. Right. Whatever happens, 
Yeah. And then I can come back. Right, exactly. Was it there and back 10 minutes? Just or was around it, the block. Just around the block. That yeah. would be about 10 minutes and yeah. then you'd be home. Yeah. And that was, so you did that for a couple of months. Yeah. And then I started going to, I started 18 walking. minutes. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then I started walking to Runyon Canyon. Okay. Right. To and see, how far is that walk or how, how long is that walk? That's from about you? two miles. Okay. And, uh, uh. So you would just walk there and then sort of walk home. Yeah. I was kind of done at that yeah. point. The idea was that I would get to the point where I could get up the canyon as yeah. soon as, you know, as, as I could. And, right. and then they closed Runyon Canyon and I found another place called Nichols Canyon. It's sometimes called the Trebek Open Space. It's another canyon. Yeah. It's a little. Los further, Angeles it, full of canyons. Yeah it's, yeah. it's a little west of Runyon. And okay. it was actually, it's land that was donated to the city by Alex Trebek of Jeopardy fame. <laughs> Uh, he gave 60, air, 60 acres of land, I think, above his house to the city. And I think as much because he didn't want anybody building a house bef- above him as sure. anybody else. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, that's and, why you do it. Um, and he, uh, but Nichols is a great sort of starter hill. Okay. Because it's a mile and a half round trip from the top to the bottom. Right. And, uh, and, I would just do it. I put these giant headphones on and I, I hiked in sneakers for the first year. Okay. And I did Nichols Canyon for the four months that Runyon was closed. Okay. And just got better at it. And, and so and, and so that's like, that's two miles to Nichols Canyon? Or? No, I would drive to Nichols Canyon. Okay. Another nice thing about Nichols Canyon, and maybe not after I publicize it, is that there's parking. <laughs> Um, right. Most people don't live here. Yeah. So don't uh, worry about it. Um, <laughs> it's a, there's a little dirt lot where you can park and just go right into the canyon. Okay. And and, uh, and it's quiet. It's quiet and beautiful and not well-traveled. Okay. I, uh, and I... Just an easy... And it's an easier hike. It's a little easier than Runyon in, in, in mostly. It's just a straight sort of up. Okay. It's not steep or rocky and... Uh, okay. Uh, it's just a sort of... And it's a paved fire, or... Yeah, no, it's a fire road. It's like a trail. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's... Uh, and so I, it, it sort of... It has a midpoint and I would just sort of expand as I, as I got better and better. I would go up and then down or then I would go up and then down to the midpoint and back up again. Or okay. Or sometimes I would do two loops. Okay. Because how, how long is it to the top? It's about qu- three quarters of a mile from the bottom to the top. Okay. Yeah. So doable. Yeah. 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 And pretty. And very beautiful. Very mm-hmm. beautiful. And um, and you can uh, approach it from the other side too. There's a an entrance on solar. That's the top. Okay. Yeah. And um, and I just got used to doing it every day. Like right. I was doing it. I started seven days a week. I started doing it three days a week, and then four days a week, and then five days a week, and then I just got to the point where I made it the most important thing in my life every day. And right. I pushed back from my desk, and I got out the door. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a few things that really helped me a lot. One was I started wearing toe socks, which are those socks that separate your toes. Yeah, they have. They're very thin toe socks that I wear under my regular socks, and they okay. just don't get blisters anymore. Oh. Because yeah. it separates your feet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it's, so, oh, so you wear two two layers. Yeah. Regular th- sock, too. Three, actually, if you count the compression stockings I have to wear. Sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which go over your feet as well or just yeah. mm-hmm. down to the ankle? No, they go, the ones I wear are what they call open toe. They go all the way almost to the toe. Okay. Yeah. So. And, uh, yeah, I wear beige granny stockings. And, uh, 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 compression, if you got to wear them, you got to wear them. And they work. They really help me. Yeah. And, uh, the, um, the, uh, the hikes got easier. The, yeah. And, and, and then when Runyon reopened, I started going back there. And then I would drive there and do the walk in the park. And right. then 
How lo- how long is that hike, the Runyon Canyon? The loop that I, st- I mean, again. Are there several loops? There's several sort of, there's three ways up Runyon Canyon. Okay. All right. There's three gates and uh, there's three ways. So from the bottom in Hollywood, the uh, there are two gates. The gate everybody really knows is the Fuller Gate. Okay. That's at the top of Fuller, mm-hmm. uh, just north of Hollywood Boulevard. Okay. And then there's another gate on Vista, also a little bit west and just north of Hollywood Boulevard. Okay. And the Vista Gate sort of puts you at the fire road, and you can go on the fire road all the way up to the Mulholland Gate. Mm-hmm. The Fuller Gate puts you on the East Trail, mm-hmm. and you can either cut over to the fire road from there, mm-hmm. or you can go straight up the East Trail, and that takes you up the East Ridge, and then you can you get reconnected with the fire road about halfway up. Okay. And that's where there are very, there's some very steep steps. Okay. And so the first time... What were those steps by your old apartment? Oh, those are the uh, Santa Monica. There's hidden staircases all over L.A. Right, right. Yeah, so when I go over the hill, like, for example, like when I hike from my house to the valley, which right. I do frequently. Right, uh, which is ins- it's nuts to me, but it's yeah, awesome. There's two really nice little staircases that I do. There's one that's on Adena, and then there's one that's off Oakcrest that take you up to Mulholland, essentially, so that you can get into the park again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the other gate at Mul- at Runyon is on Mulholland. Is it Runyon Park? It's Runyon Canyon Park. It's run by is- the Los Angeles Parks so Runyon Canyon Department. Park. It's not part of Griffith or anything. No, right? it's not. Um, it's, uh, it's there's a lot of parks here. Yeah, Griffith yeah. is big, and then there's uh, the Santa Monica Mountains Conservancy uh, group that runs, like for example, Nichols Canyon. Okay. Runyon Canyon is a city park. Okay. Yeah. Um, and its own thing. I will say I'll do a pitch for. There's a wonderful book mm-hmm. by a great guy called Casey Schreiner. Yeah. He's uh, a comedy person. He wrote on the G4 Attack of the Show, and he oh, okay. also wrote on Guy Branum's uh, TV show, uh, the talk show, the game. Yeah. Show. Yeah. Uh, and was the lead judge on that show on television. And what's uh, his with, name again? His name is Casey Schreiner. Thank and you. And he runs a website called Modern Hiker, which was an invaluable resource for me. Okay. Modernhiker.com. Mm-hmm. And he's written a book recently called Day Hiking Los Angeles or Day Hiking LA. And, nice. Uh, uh, and it's also uh, just a, and he's so good. He does these things like, here is a picture of the front of the hike. Here is where you park. <laughs> here is the turn you have to make halfway in. Okay. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like he does a great job of really mapping out the hikes. Yeah, and literally. That sounds like I a I found really some idea. other tools very useful. One was called alltrails.com, mm-hmm. which is a uh, an app for the phone that has, okay. that has, uh, that has trails, uh, that has all the trails on it and trail maps. And, and is it nationwide or is it it's just com- LA? It's everywhere. I it's think. Absolutely I used it in Australia and New Zealand. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, um, uh, uh, so, but I love Modern Hiker. I think it's a great site. Right, and Especially right. for LA people, it's amazing. But it's all over. So yeah. you were wearing sneakers doing this thing. Yeah, about a year in. You were like, I would like toys. Because you were a guy. Well, no. Who would like a toy. So, so, I didn't really think about it. And then somebody said to me, get good shoes it'll help oh there you go and it did it helped so much <laughs> right i'm sure that i literally now uh, from my ignorance am forced to speak to people i see on the trail like and someone say, did for you exactly well done and and then say to them as they slide down the hill in their sneakers and flip-flops get good shoes you'll have more fun yeah yeah and uh so i wear merrill moab uh, I guess they're the Moab 2 now. Mother okay. of all boots. Moab. Mother of all boots. Yeah. Oh, so they're hiking boots. They're boots. and they're But the, Merrill's are light. Yeah, they're, they're basically an athletic shoe with a very aggressive sole. 
Okay. All right. They've got okay. a good Vibram tra- a trail sole, and it just changes the hike. You can dance up and down the hill. You know, right. you're they- not worried about your footing the same way. There you go. And uh, and they make a mid-rise. I mean, they make a mid-rise boot, which is mm-hmm. what I wear. And okay. Then, uh, I like the boot because the point of is the that boot- a little bit over the ankle, the mid-rise. Yes, exactly. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's like a, it's like <laughs> the opposite of a culotte. Fair and, enough. <laughs> and uh, th- what the boot part does is it keeps your foot from sliding forward in the shoe when you're going downhill. Okay. So you don't jam your toes because it's super steep. Yeah. Okay. And that's the whole point of the boot. And, okay. Uh, but they do make a like a, a normal athletic shoe type. The level. Level, Like yeah. if you just like want an, an ankle. open ankle. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, they make them for men and women, and they make them in uh, ventilator, uh, waterproof, and Gore-Tex. Okay. Uh, the, ventil- you- the ventilators are what I normally wear, you know, because it's hot Because it's here. hot here. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I have the Gore-Tex ones for when it rains, because I hike rain or shine. Right. You hike every day. It yeah. doesn't matter. And it doesn't rain that much here, mm. but it rains. Yeah. And it's dumb. It, it, yeah. It's, uh, and I. Uh, but you can hike every day in Los Angeles. That's the great thing. Yeah. I, I, my, Though some days it is 110 degrees. So. And that's where I, I, a number of other things have been very helpful for me. Right. I wear, what other equipment are you using? I wear a pack <laughs> uh, that I bought off Amazon that I like very much. It's unfortunately a tactical pack. Uh, oh, but, that's right, because it looks like an army guy. Yeah, it, and, yeah. and so I, I get, uh, I, I, I get a feeling from people that they think I'm one of those guys that likes the Punisher a little too much, <laughs> and uh, um, might have a Punisher decal on my car somewhere. Uh, right, but you put hippie hippie decals on your. Yeah, on your, I have. Um, well, I have. Don't a, you have a fuck Trump? Um, I had a dump Trump one. Oh, dump that Trump. I had made. Oh, I but wanted it to be fuck Trump. No, look at me. Dump, All right, dump Trump hashtag mm-hmm. impeach hashtag uh, resist. Okay, uh, uh, but uh, I took that off because people were seeing the Trump thing and seeing the backpack and thinking Ooh. I was a Trumpy. <laughs> And Fuck. Uh, pardon my language. Don't yeah. pardon it. Yeah. Go for it. The patch I have now, I also had made, and it says, one must imagine Sisyphus happy. Ah. Uh, which is... You can have a patch made. Yeah, on Amazon. There's mm-hmm. a, a guy named Lan Stang who sews them in Thailand and uh, for eight bucks, and it comes in a little envelope after a month or so. You know, when you do the... When, when you do the... Uh, the uh, bases uh, the troops uh-huh. everybody has those kinds of yeah they're backpacks but with their names patches. yeah and um but they have their names on them yeah. and i know i went once and we were all like hey can we get our names uh done and they're like no you gotta <laughs> pay for that on amazon yeah and uh <laughs> but it's i mean the, the the patches are easy to get and uh and I, I have one that says Dump Trump, and I have one that says One Must Imagine Sisyphus Happy, and then yep. I have one that says BitBoy Enterprises, which is which the is name the name of, of your company, yeah. BitBoy Enterprises. I'm here with Andrew Salmson, you guys. <laughs> it's at Salmson on Twitter and Facebook, and at Andrew Salmson on Instagram. I've been looking at your photos; they're so gorgeous. Well, you know, I, I see such amazing stuff up right, there. Right, right. There's just animals, and there's yeah. and there's sunsets, and there's flowers. It's awesome. The thing that's that's making me just amazed right now is so up on Runyon uh, there are a few of these century agave plants right they're big agaves that that they're maybe six feet across um, and they grow for 15 or 20 years and then one year one spring they decide it's time and uh, (laughs) they grow a giant spear that looks like an asparagus like they're in the same family as asparagus right and we have a couple like, in our neighborhood. Yeah. And yeah. They're crazy looking. and They're in the yucca. Uh, yeah. It's yucca and agave. Both are family asparagus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And it grows fast. Right. Like, 
it grows. Like day, day, from day to day, you're like, yeah. what the hell is happening? I put a thing up on Instagram and I'm going to do it again. I t- I've been taking a picture of the same one oh, right. every day for three months. Building a flip a yeah. flip book yeah. of... Yeah. Uh, yeah. And of... It, you can see it grows several mm-hmm. inches a day. Yeah. And uh, so now they're in flower. Right. And so they've spread little branches out from the top and they're beautiful flowers on them. And it is Hummingbird Grand Central. Right. I, there's a copse of about four of these plants, and there's 20 or 30 hummingbirds around them at any given time. Mm-hmm. And then I was at one yesterday where there was a hummingbird who was sort of standing guard over his tree. And anytime <laughs> somebody came anywhere near it, he would chase it off. And it was so funny to see them chittering each other. And, and, uh, uh, and you see just, I mean, I, I've seen amazing sunsets. I've seen... Uh, snakes. I see a snake every now and again. Right. I, I see tarantulas. I see uh, uh, tarantula hawks, which are a beautiful and uh, kind of scary insect. Oh, it's a. It's, it's a, not a bird. It's not a bird. It's a. Ho- it's a wasp, but it's about the size of your thumb. Okay. And it's gloss black, like a patent leather shoe. Right. And it has bright scarlet or orange wings. Holy hell! And uh, why is it called a tarantula hawk? It is parasitic. It finds a tarantula, yeah. stings it to paralyze it, and lays an egg. And that's what the, tar- the pr- paralyzed tarantula is what the larva eats as it that comes is, out. That, it, it, that, that has inspired a look on my face that <laughs> means I hope I never meet it. I'm yeah. sure it's a very beautiful thing. But the first time I saw one, I was like, what's this weird bug? And I got right up close <laughs> to it, and I took pictures. And, mm-hmm. and then I read about it online, and it, th- there's a guy, he's an entomologist who sort of uh, has decided to let all these things sting him in oh, the interest of science. And one of these things stung him, and he said it's the second worst sting he's ever had. The second worst? Yeah. And it's called a tarantula what? Tarantula hawk. Hawk. Yeah, it's a beautiful insect. It's sure. Amazing. But I see those once in a while, mm-hmm. and I see tarantulas once in a while. I see black widows once in a while. You yeah. want to go in our backyard to see some black widows. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of them. Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. Because... Uh, 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 all spiders, here's the thing with spiders. I don't like them. I used to hate them. I used to be terrified of them. And then I had an interesting, uh, weird, lucid dream one time uh, where uh, I made a deal with spiders in a loop dream, as I called them. But then t- somebody told me they were actually called lucid dreams. Yeah. Uh, it was a dream that would just loop over and over again where spiders would fall from the ceiling. Oh, wow. It was a, a recurring nightmare that I had. Uh, I did not enjoy it. Uh-huh. Uh, I used to room with Jennifer McLean. You remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she said that I would occasionally wake up, wake up yelling, spider! Oh. And... Uh, Oh. Because we lived in a giant bunk bed. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember. That, that studio we lived in. And so I think I was in my own apartment uh-huh. after she gave me the OXO set. And uh, and I got my own apartment across from Karen Rontowski. And one night I was having a dream where they were uh, about to, and I could tell that they were about to fall from the uh, from the ceiling. And I was like, you guys, you have to stop this. And they were like, no, this is what we do. And I was like, here's the deal. Uh, fall on either side of the bed. And so now I have a dream where they fall on either side of the bed. And I'm like, you get to live if you fall on either side. Because uh, I would also, it was this whole thing about killing the spiders too. Yeah. Where I'm like, if you fall on either side of the bed, you can live. Mm-hmm. And so the deal, when I woke up, it was a weird story. But when I woke up, um, the deal was, is if they are outside, I would let them live. Mm-hmm. If they are inside... Uh, if someone is willing to carry them outside, not me, uh, they can continue to live. If uh, if they are inside, they are probably dead. And but here's the exception: 
Black Widows, uh, all dead. I can't, uh, I can't do it. Not in the backyard. Uh, sometimes makes there's sense. babies. Yeah. Sometimes there's babies and old people in my house, and uh, I don't want to get bit. Yeah, makes so, sense. Yeah, it seems a reasonable. It was, compromise. it was, uh, it was the contract that we was made one evening yeah. over there on Fulton and Victory. Yeah. Anyway, go. So, but I'm just, you know, it's the best part of every day, mm-hmm. you know. And people ask me. Like, emotionally, it does everything for you. It's very important. I spend the first hour kind of just processing what's going on. And and, uh, and you're listening on these new Bluetooth? Well, I have, I am, uh, have become quite a, a connoisseur of Bluetooth headsets. <laughs> okay. Uh, I started out hiking with giant wired over-the-ear cans like oh, that, we're wearing now. Right, that, yeah. that you plugged into something. Yeah, plugged into my phone. And uh, as a technologist, I was annoyed by the wires. Mm-hmm, and... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, and so I started uh, investigating Bluetooth headsets. And so I started with the Jaybird X2s, okay. which are wired to each other, but not to the phone. Okay. Right? They, 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 they wrap around your neck, you know. Are they like the, the um, yeah. like a torque? Like like mine? The ones no, where they the... don't have the thing that rests on your shoulders. Okay. Yeah. The, this is just the, the battery is, is in the headset itself, in okay. the earbuds, and the wire connects them. Oh, I see. And, oh, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, the Jaybirds were great. Um, and the one thing I discovered was that you can buy uh, foam tips for them that are that may improve the sound quality immensely. Oh, really? Sort of yeah. like this type of thing? Yeah. It's a, okay. f- it's a closed cell foam that uh, improves isolation from the outside world and, oh, nice. and little, improves little the bass because the headphones get better bass if they can be sealed into your ear a little bit. Okay. And uh, so these com- I started buying these comply tips, comply wireless foam tips, or uh, uh, comply foam tips for headsets. And... Uh, so that was very useful, and I, I progressed up. The Jaybirds were great, and then uh, how much were they? Uh, were they just like thirty bucks or something? They're like a hundred bucks or something. Okay, like that. so and really then, nice ones. Yeah, and then the set of headphones that I got that ended up being sort of the the primary the walking current. headset for a long time was mm-hmm. the Bragi Dash Pros. How do you spell Bragi? B R A G I. They're not made anymore, as far okay. as I can tell. The company has gotten out of the business, but they are the Italian sports car of headsets. Yeah, you always have to have a backup pair with you. Oh, because they are—they break. They're, they're flaky and buggy, but mm-hmm. they do things that none of the others do. They have a motion-based interface. They have an accelerometer in them, and so if I want to pause the music, I just have to nod my head a certain way. Oh, weird! And they have an excellent transparency mode, mm-hmm. so I can tap or pause the music, and uh, uh, and I can hear what's outside. All it pauses the music. And immediately turns on the microphones and the headset so that I can hear what's going on. It's almost like having bionic hearing. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, and no <laughs> other fun. manufacturer has done that interface issue. It's the thing you do the most with the headset is stop it so you can hear what somebody's saying. Yeah, yeah. And nobody else has done it as well as the Braggies. Okay. Every other manufacturer that I've run into, instead of pausing the music, they mute it. Oh, weird. So, which means that if you're listening to a podcast or something, oh, like that, it you keeps going. Yeah, you, you got to find your place. Okay. Yeah, and uh, or you have to remember to pause it before you do the step that actually lets you hear the, people. These LGs that I have are actually they're great, yeah. but it's all it's finger. It's, yeah. It's obviously. Yeah, and then uh, the other nice thing about the Braggies is that the control interface is an optical sensor as opposed to a button that you have to push, so you're not pushing something that's in your ear. Right. Right. And you just tap it lightly, and that's enough. And, okay. Uh. And then the motion interface, like the first time you do it, the first time you nod your head and pause the music or activate the assistant. <laughs> that is a fun thing for Andrew Thompson. You feel like you're in the future, right? <laughs> and then the second time that you nod your head and nothing happens, 
you What's feel like happened? an idiot. Yeah. What's happening? And and then there is this thing of you're nodding your head when you're, you know, you see someone coming. Right. And you you know you're going to need to talk to them. So mm-hmm. the first thing you do is nod your head in a kind of an odd way, like you're, uh, like you're shifting your gears. Right, like and, you're shaking the phone to... Yeah, exactly. Yep. And so why is this person nodding at me, you know? And, uh, uh, and then, uh, and the, the charger is big and kind of, uh, cumbersome and, uh, the way that the headsets sit in them is annoying. And there's a million reasons why they're not great. Right. But they're also amazing. That is my Bluetooth uh, speaker uh-huh. that's decided to turn itself off loudly that only we can hear, by the oh, way. Okay. All right. Because, but it's weird. Maybe it knew that we were talking about, about Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Yeah. <laughs> So the headset I just got, yeah, just came out a week ago. Okay, is the Sony WF one thousand MX three. All right, which what is, is a name it? only Sony could love. Okay, <laughs> and it is the first in ear truly wireless Bluetooth earbuds with active noise canceling. Okay, so if you've used a noise canceling headset like the Bose Quiet Comfort or uh, yeah, even the Sony Sony has an over ear headset. Yeah. That does noise canceling. It's it's it it hears what's happening outside and constructs the exact opposite. Oh, it creates waves. It creates the exact opposite. It does analysis of what's happening outside and adds that to the music, so that you literally you're. It's like you're in a room alone with the speak with the head with the music. It's, right, right. It's you. I, I was standing next to an air conditioner and I couldn't hear it. Oh, that's great. Uh, and it makes the traffic noise a lot less. I tend to walk down busy streets when I'm. Uh, getting to and from Runyon, mm-hmm. especially late at night, I don't want to walk in the neighborhoods where it's quiet because I'm worried about getting hit over the head. So right, right, and it's weird. Yeah. Uh, you don't feel like because you know how they say you shouldn't wear headphones when you jog yeah. or, or I, bike I, and stuff. I have, I have awareness of my surroundings. I okay, have, I, have, I have the ambient sound turned on if I need it. Okay, and uh, and on a busy street, I'm a little less worried. Okay, and I'm also a dude wearing a tactical backpack. And right, so maybe that'll yeah. that, that will alert people. Yeah, that and, you might have a shiv uh, <laughs> or a you know i mean and yeah. so what uh so that's what your current and you've only had that for a week yeah and that's that's getting close to the holy grail of only carrying one headset okay I mean, up up to this point i've been carrying three backup oh backup backup yeah because yeah, the airpods are so great for talking to people okay the airpods are the best phone headset i've ever used and i have to talk to people a lot yeah yeah and um, I swear to God, I'm going to go grab it. Okay, it's okay. Okay. Uh, so I carry the Broggies, and the Broggies don't have wonderful battery life, so I carry a set of Jabra Elite 65Ts, and uh, and then I carry the AirPods to talk to people. And it's a lot. I don't know why I have to carry so many headsets, but it's it's the cruel joke is that I know how good each of them is at the thing that they do, <laughs> and and so I have to choose. Here's the thing about these headsets uh-huh. and this setup is that it literally is set up to so that I I don't get a lot of because I'm on an air traffic yeah. kind of thing. Oh right? yeah 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 you're under the flight path for Burbank. Yeah. Right. So so the, let us continue. Yeah. The other thing that I carry in the tactical backpack that's yeah. very useful is a platypus uh, hydration bag. Oh water. Yeah. Yeah so yeah. I carry uh, uh, a platypus three liter water bag that I put ice water in. Yeah. Which keeps all my snacks cold. Oh, okay. Oh, right. So it's a, a, mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah. And uh, so, it, so it is both It is both water and, and refrigeration. A, and refrigeration. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Uh, it has a, I bought a neoprene cover for it. Okay. And, uh, and then 
I was I, I wrote the guy who makes the neoprene cover and I asked him if he could if he had one that was a little bigger because I wanted to put more snacks in it and uh, <laughs> and he said no people mostly want them tight so that that, that it keeps the water cold and I'm right. like but where do they put their cheese where where's their cheese and uh, uh, that's hilarious and uh, so he he made a special one for me that's a little bit bigger did he yeah same price and I I, I and he he and he just made it for me so now I have one that I have room for cheese and crackers the internet is somehow glorious sometimes it's it is, pretty wonderful it's pretty yeah. wonderful you can ask people stuff and they'll yeah. answer it I believe uh, if he's his website is like hydration bag covers or something <laughs> like that but um, and he uh, and he makes them he makes, he makes he these makes neoprene himself yeah he makes these neoprene covers for all the various like camelback and platypus and osprey yeah, yeah. bags and everything. I like the platypus bag a lot because it's easier to keep clean than the camels. Okay. And uh, the camelbacks. And uh, it opens from the top like a big Ziploc bag. Okay. It has a very sturdy Ziploc uh, uh, closure. That you put water in? Yeah. But it's a super sturdy Ziploc. And it has a, it a, better be. It has a little thing that zips across it that holds it closed. Too. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Like a full-on zip. Yeah, yeah. That's good. And uh, and I made a dryer for it. I built a, a little gizmo that I want to take on Shark Tank or something like that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tube that fits into the bag. Right. Like a two-inch diameter tube that yep. I bought. And then I have a little... It's on a little table so that it has airflow under the bottom of the tube. Okay. And I put a little USB fan in it. Okay. So I just... I just plop the bag over the tube, and it's dry in about 20 minutes. Welcome to the dork forest, Andrew Salmson. <laughs> it is... <laughs> this. You know, it's so funny about the dork forest. Sometimes I wonder... Uh, I've had people go, well, I could do another one. And I was like, no, you could start your own dork forest. And please do. It's sort of like Joseph Scrimshaw has obsessed. Yeah. And, I mean, everyone. There could be a... There's a dork forest in all of us. But I'm an optimizer at heart. I am... Yes. I'm somebody who is always looking for the best way to do things. Yep. And, uh, and so... Uh, uh, hiking is the thing I do the most now. I right. hike four, five, six hours a day. So. Right. And so, and, and, yeah, let, let's get, I was going to show you, what do you think, what do you think of my, of my headset? Well, I, I do love these. This is probably yeah. my fourth or fifth set, though, because they I, tend to break. And I've always been a little surprised that you use them because the, 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 they're so much bigger and bulkier and, and put the weight in a place where I, I don't want it on my neck. Around your neck. Yeah. This is the, an LG something. Yeah. It's... Um, I, I'm a big fan. If you're looking for an inexpensive, really good Bluetooth headset... JBL. Yeah, that uh, I like a lot is uh, the Anchor SoundBuds Slim Plus, I think they're called. Yeah. They're about 20 25 bucks on Amazon. And uh, they... Yes. Uh, um, they... Uh, they sound so much better than they cost. Like, oh, really? Yeah. And especially if you put good tips on them. If you spend 15 bucks on a set of foam tips, yeah. then they sound as good as anything you can get for twice or three times as much. And how do they, how do they sit? On your, they're they're a wired headset like okay. like uh, like the X2s. What? They're two earbuds that go in your ear that are connected by a thin wire. Okay, that go over yeah. the you the back of your neck. Go around of. the back of your neck, or you yeah. can actually. I, I I used a little when I was using that style headset. Mm -hmm. They come with a little clip, and I would clip it to the back of my hat. Okay. And I used to like those ones that went over your ears mm -hmm. and then sat inside. Yeah, yeah, like the Beats Are they like Pro. that or yeah. they or they just no, like No, no, they're just in the ear. They're just in the ear. Yeah. Okay. And uh um but they have a nice feature which is their mag they have a magnetic connection on the back of each earbud and so when you take them out they they 
Oh, they, they sit. They they close up. They, they sit, sit like nice. a necklace around your neck. Okay. And the opening and closing the magnet mm-hmm. uh, turns them on and off. Oh, that is great. Yeah. For twenty two bucks. Yeah. Yeah. These. Um, two two things about headphones. One, I fly so much mm-hmm. that uh, Brian Regan and uh, the guy from Live Nation. Um, for someone I who could, flies, I would recommend like as much as you do. Right. Get yourself a set of active noise canceling over ear, like the Bose ones, or the, something. Uh, the Bose or the Sony, the the Sony over ear version of the one I just got. But they're big and clunky. Like what I like about this is that it just it, yeah. it and it reminds me of a torque yeah. from a Cage Baker book. Okay. Anyway, so uh, but the uh, yeah that was it, a reference I didn't get before. right because yeah. you didn't read the Cage Baker novels. Yeah. But uh, they and these are retractable. Yeah. So I like it, and I like what they're doing with the. With, uh, like, I, I, I can organize what I'm doing. Like, this will pause the music. Yeah. And this will advance the track. Yeah. And then on the other side, this will make the phone Well, they're call. larger, so they have and room for more interface. They have right. room for more buttons that do things. The and Sony's it, and it have holds a, single, a pretty good um, yeah, yeah. Uh, charge. Yeah. Cause again, it's bigger, and it's, it, it weighs a little more. It can have a, a bigger battery. Right. So, um, so these have actually been really good for me, but yeah. uh, but I have been told by other that. comics mm-hmm. that um, what I want is the over the ear ones because uh, they stop people from talking to you. Yeah, there's that. I, I have yeah. had people not know that I'm on the phone or not know mm. that I'm listening to something because they're in ear. Yeah, and um, I would say that one nice thing about the Sony over ear noise canceling headset is that it it has a a gesture you can do, which is you put your your hand up to the left. Ear, yeah. ear cup. That does sound fun. And you hold it like that, and when you do that, it turns on transparency so that you can hear the outside world and turns off the music. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but again, it mutes, not pauses, Ah, which is the one thing the Braggies get really right. And yeah, that is weird. Yeah. It's, um, I'm, it makes, it's, so, it's so annoying that it makes me think somebody must have a patent oh, on, on, the, on the pausing the music. Yeah. It's like a, 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 because for the same reason that you can't one thing that, for example, um, the BlackBerry did better than anything else for email right. was when you were filing something in a folder, Yeah, you could type the name of the folder really quick, Yeah, and it would find that folder for you fast, unlike the iPhone, where you have to scan through every 200 folders that you have. The Gmail will let me do that, but only under... Uh, only in the desktop version. Right, exactly. Yeah. But that's a little different because of the way it works. But the, the, the for some reason, BlackBerry has a patent on that. And you, weird. And you can't do it on any other. And they're not giving it up to people. They're not giving it up. Yeah. They got the, They got a new... I don't want to digress into a BlackBerry discussion because I want to talk about what else is in your backpack. Oh, well, I mean, my hiking kit is pretty uh, comprehensive. Yeah. Uh, I carry a Phoenix uh, LD15R right angle flashlight clipped to my left strap. There you go. And that's a uh, multiple brightness settings right angle flashlight that I oh, use right, a right. lot. And... Uh, uh, it has a magnetic tail cap, which is nice. It's rechargeable, USB rechargeable. Uh, very bright. I think it goes up to about four or five hundred lumens. That's great. And uh, and it's tiny too. And it's uh, uh, I love it. I think it's a great flashlight. They have a new one called the WT20R, 
which has a swiveling head that I'm thinking about getting. Okay. Yeah. What do you do with this stuff that, that is obsolete? What do you end up doing with that stuff? Uh, do you end up donating it to Goodwill, or uh, do you uh, recycle it? My sister has a very nice headset now that I... Oh, did, there you go. Yeah, yeah, you just pass I, it. You, you just pass it on. Pass yeah, it on. Or yeah. Do you ever do eBay or any of that? You know... You I, used I, to, I think, I, right? I used to do a little bit of that with anything that was worth a little bit of money. Yeah. Um, not so much eBay as Craigslist. Okay. Uh, uh, for phones, especially... Craigslist is decent, and you meet somewhere, cash on the barrel head. And then just, I don't, it's over. I don't like to sell things to people that I know. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like No, no, because then you're I will doing give maintenance. Thi- I give things to people that I know, <laughs> yeah. or I sell things to people that I don't know. Done and yeah. done. Yeah. So you, you've got the water bottle, you've got a flashlight. Yeah. Uh, I carry a small first aid kit that Good. I put together, uh, band-aids and uh, some electrolytes. And stuff like that, if I need it, and I've found that it's it's you know I, I see people on the trail all the time that need a band aid, so yeah, I, yeah. I can hand them a band aid. Oh, that's great! And because uh, you're a social animal as well, because well, you're like, look at you. I, I like to help. I'm a helper. You are a helper. You you got Mrs. Kravitz jeans as well. I I as well have punched in. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we have punched in, my friend. Anyway. I, yeah. And then uh, what else do I carry? Uh, 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 gum and mints. Um, cough <laughs> sure. drops I like a lot. A tissue in one pocket. Oh, there you go. Uh, I have a little. Uh, Not a hanky like like an old timey guy. No, I I don't. You like go the, tissues. I don't want to make anybody wash mine. Right. Yeah, it seems yeah. fair enough. Um, the. Uh, 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 because that is the, one of the other great luxuries I give myself is fluff and fold. I don't do my own laundry. Oh, that is a that yeah. is a that is yeah. something that I have done in New York City because yeah. it's super cheap. I've it's never not done that it here. Bad here, I go to the Hollywood Laundry on Sunset. It's a dollar twenty-five a pound plus tip. Oh, that's not bad. And uh, it gives me four or five hours back every two weeks. Well, and here's my thing: I kind of like doing laundry. Yeah. So it's uh, in New York, it's always a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. But uh, but we have you know a washer dryer on site. Yeah. So we just yeah, do yeah. that. But there is, I think, in one in my building. But uh, it's you know it costs money, and mm-hmm. if you factor in the differential cost, it's not that much more. Right. 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 No. Yeah. No. I think you're you're onto something. So you've got tissues and and a kit. I have a little. I have a little song I sing to myself when I leave the house. What? What F- is it? Food, water, drugs, wallet, phone, keys, mm-hmm. hat, headset, glasses, watch, <laughs> cigarettes, attitude. Uh-oh. What's up with the cigarettes? I smoke a little bit. Jesus Christ. This is a huge reveal, you guys. Here we are at 47 minutes. Yeah. We find out Andrew Salmson is doing some uh, some cigarette smoking. Are you vaping? No. What are you, no, you, you're I just, doing? I a, smoke an American spirit menthol because I'm a teenager in art. Uh, my brother Scott is still, uh, I, he said he was going to stop smoking, but he's always been a menthol guy. I smoke so two weird. cigarettes a day. Interesting. I What's smoke one about? on the way to the hill and one on the way down. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, you're an adult, man. You get to, they're legal. Yeah. You get I, to do whatever you want. I should stop. I should stop. It's not good, but... Uh, and you could now smoke that half a cigarette on the way up, save it. You could buy a tiny box where you could put it, uh, and that, that'll be a nice toy for you. And then on the way down, you could smoke the other half. I, you know, I, I, I the American spirits are almost like two cigarettes because they're, they're very firmly packed, so... And they're like $15 a pack, aren't no, they? about 10 well, That's a lot of money for... Uh, but I smoke a pack a week. Right, right. No, no, I'm saying um, mm. they've gone up a lot. Yeah, well, cigarettes, it's a syntax. People don't mind syntaxes, so. No, no, I don't. Mm. Uh, I, I, there's very few things I stand in Even though that they're, they're relatively regressive taxes, in the um, sense that they're consumption taxes. Yeah, they, um, 
you know, I don't want to digress into taxation either. But uh, <laughs> but the so you you got a couple of cigarettes. Yeah, that that's on the end of your song. Yeah, what's the last three? Uh, 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 Do what it did again. I say. Uh, Watch cigarettes attitude. Okay, that Aww. was because I for, I was ending it at cigarettes, and my sister got mad at me for letting for letting it be eleven <laughs> instead of twelve. You know, like oh. the rhythm was wrong. Wow. All so right. attitude for me means I've got a tissue in one pocket and some you know cough that I've drops never met your other. sister. You know, you must have met my sister. I don't think I've met your She's sister. She's one of the greatest people in the world. Well, you you, you just have each other. Yeah. You just uh, the two siblings. Yeah. You got to be friends. Yeah. And uh, so. Yeah. Uh, I love the fact that uh, she's like, oh, I'm going to need well, she one lives more in, word. Yeah, she lives and, in New uh, York and uh, is uh, an outstanding human being. There you go. Good to know. I am, by the way, speaking with Andrew Salmson. Yeah. Now, so so that's all that's in it? And, uh, well, so, okay, so left pocket is... Okay, so left pocket is uh, uh, a couple of little things. Uh, cough drops, uh, mints and gum, cigarettes, right. uh, uh, um, a tissue... Mm-hmm. Uh, right pocket is phone, wallet, keys, and headsets. Right. And uh, in the water bag in the main packet, and then usually a clean T-shirt because I get soaking. Oh, right, right. right. Oh, up. change a little, so, change of clothes. Yeah, and then the water and food. You don't bring extra socks just in case, or just an extra shirt. Just an extra shirt usually, yep. but. Uh, it's sort of annoying because as the temperature goes up, I can carry less clothing, but I have to carry more water. Ah, so, there you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, in the well, winter, how much t- water fits it? I carry uh, between two and three liters of water in the summertime, okay. depending on how long I'm going to be out, and uh, and I carry about a liter, a liter and a half in the winter time. Okay. And uh, but then I also have to carry rain gear. Or a jacket and some, you know, because oh, like hiking, a windbreaker or something. The temperature can go down twenty to thirty degrees during my hike. So, right. and it gets very windy at the top sometimes. So I like. And so, is your windbreaker lined? Or no, is it... I I do layers. Okay. I, yeah. So I carry like a long sleeve t shirt and then a, a nice uh, marmot windbreaker. <laughs> just no, my, you know, I'm wearing stockings most of the time. Right, those so, compression stockings, right. and then two pairs of socks, and and long or short pants. So. Right. Uh, 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 um, yeah, so that's usually the bottom is usually not a problem. Yeah, yeah, it's usually just the top. Yeah, and then uh, uh, sunglasses. I have the the nice thing about the tactical pack is that you can kind of configure it the way you want. So I bought these. The tactical packs. One, one of the things that makes them that is what they call MOLE, which stands for something M O O M O L L E. Okay. And it's a military, you know, thing. But it basically is a uniform system of straps and 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 uh, webbing. Okay. That let you uh, attach and detach customizable, you know, little packages to each side of the pack or to the yeah, back yeah. of it. And so I have attached to each side pocket uh, a pocket that is designed for a cell phone. So I can. Oh. So it's like I'm when I my phone is on my right hip, mm-hmm. I can just reach back and grab it real quick. It's really so, handy. So it's easy. Yeah. It's one of the reasons I haven't switched to something like an Osprey or REI backpack or something like that is because. It's so handy to have everything so close, and the, the side pockets on the real hiking backpacks that they sell at, like, REI, are not right. big enough. So if you're hiking, now here's, I want a new question here. Mm-hmm. You're hiking, like, four or five hours a day. Mm-hmm. So how, what is the average, And because I, I know one day you hike some insane, I do, like, morning I, to night, 17-mile banana, like, it was like that. Well, I mean, the longest I've hiked in one day, I think, is I did, to prove that I could do it, I did 26 miles. Okay. And uh, I think it worked out to be closer to 27. But um, every now and again, I do what I call going long. Yeah. And uh, 
I just go long. I like I start earlier and um and stay out later and stay out a little later. Like one day I walked from uh, West Hollywood to South Pasadena. Okay, that is a long. It was about fifteen miles. Yeah, and that uh, and you know it's nice. One of the ways that I do this long walking is by integrating it into my life. And so, like you know, I came here the other day for uh, your lovely barbecue. Right. And uh, uh, I walked home. Okay. You know. uh, So how did you get here though? Did you take a lift? My girlfriend drove me. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then she left you. Yeah, she left to go home. Right. And then you were like, "Oh, I'm just going to walk home." I just walked. Did you make it all the way home? I did. Because sometimes you've said that you've taken a lift if it if it just you're like I'm bored now. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, I walked home from Burbank Airport the other day. Okay. So again, you know, Burbank Airport to West Hollywood was about ten miles. Yeah. Um, Have you ever walked to the ocean and then up and down it? No, Have I haven't done that. that. That's an interesting idea. I rode a bike to the beach once. Yeah. But uh, the um, I like the hills. Mm-hmm. And the, from my house to the ocean is all pretty much downhill. Yeah. So uh, we're like flat and reasonably flat. Uh, I, uh, uh, I, I, uh, I do the, the sort of my classic sort of going long hike. Um, yeah. Is I go out of my door and walk up the East Trail through Runyon to Mulholland. And then I walk down from Mulholland to Cahuenga. Okay. And then I go over the 101 on Barham to Lake Hollywood. And then I go up Lake Hollywood to uh, uh, Burbank Peak, essentially, where the Wisdom Tree is. Okay. So I go up the south side of Burbank Peak and then uh, walk along that ridge line where the Hollywood sign is. Right. Uh, Burbank Peak, Cahuenga Peak, which is, and then Mount Lee, which is where the Hollywood sign is. Named right. for a Cadillac dealer who was the first person to put an antenna on that hill uh, so he could broadcast his Cadillac advertisements. What was what and what is it called? It's called Mount Lee. It, that's the hill where the sign where the okay. Hollywood sign is. Okay. Yeah. Funnily enough, the Hollywood sign is not on Mount Hollywood, which is a little further east. Oh, that is weird. Uh, behind Griffith Observatory. So what I'll okay. do is I'll either I'll walk to where the Hollywood sign is. Right. And then I'll walk down uh, the fire road, the Mount Lee fire road, and come out either on and or I'll either I'll either continue down the fire road and come out on Deronda and walk down Beechwood Canyon to Hollywood and walk home. Yeah. That's a 15.3-mile loop. Or if I keep going, there's a way across Griffith Park that takes me to Mount Hollywood and behind the observatory, and then I can come down Vermont, and that's 18 miles. Wow. That is that is so many miles. It's a long walk, that's but a long I love walk. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's which is great. And it's... What, so do, would you... I mean, we're getting close. Mm-hmm. So what would you recommend if people want to start walking... You love that 10, I love that 10 minute thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, it depends on where you're at, but for me going sort of from the couch to being uh, a a regular walker, right? The, um, the first and most important thing is make it the most important thing in your life every day. And, uh, I, for me, that was necessary. Right. It may not be for you, but for for me, it was necessary to say this is the thing that I am going to do every I'm day. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a half an hour and do this. Yeah. And uh, and uh, uh, the playlists was a nice way for me to sort of get myself out the door and just know that I had a fixed amount of time to deal with it. And right. Um, and I just, you know, every year or so, I sit myself down and I say, this is how it's going to be. Right. You know, this is the work you've got to do. This is, uh, to borrow a phrase from Spoon, the rent I pay. Um, Is that a band? Yeah. Okay. 
uh, music is his life, you guys. Yeah, and well, uh, <laughs> well, I listen to a lot of music. The playlists yeah. really help. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, Do you listen to old music or new music or I all have, of it? I have different playlists. You have eclectic taste. I have eclectic tastes. I have a playlist called Climb that's available on my Spotify. That's oh, all there the you stuff go. That I make uh, that that makes me want to go. F- Further, further fast, and faster. Sweet. And uh, what? Uh, what's your Spotify? Is it Salmson? Yeah, just Salmson. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, uh, there's a few, you know, great songs on there that I really love. And uh, they keep you walking. They keep me walking. And then you know, I sort of I, w- I listen to music on the way up and podcasts on the way down generally. And, okay. Uh, uh, I listen to the Daily and to the Jackie and Laurie show and the Dork Forest. Have you listened to the new Martha Kelly Michelle Balloon podcast? I listened to a little bit of that and I enjoy it very much as I enjoy both of them very much. Right. And, um, I've actually listened to three episodes of Disagree to Agree is yeah. what it's called. Yeah. Disagree to Agree. Yeah. And it is um, hilarious. I, yeah, they're it great. Is, Martha is one of the great human beings on the planet. They're, they're just, it's so funny. Um, I texted them to ask them which one was Lori and which one was me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, we've decided to not, not have that conversation. <laughs> they're not wrong. They're, they're completely I'm a, correct. <laughs> I'm a big fan of a podcast called The Bugle. Well, that's is a John Andy Zaltzman. It used Oliver? to be John Oliver and Andy Zaltzman, but John right. got busy. And, right. Uh, uh, so uh, Andy does it with a rotating crew of guest hosts. Oh, cool. And it's, you know, dry British satire of politics okay and, uh the current guest hosts that i like a lot are alice fraser she's very funny comedian uh, uh from uh, from australia UK? okay uh um oh australia yeah okay yeah. she performs in the uk quite a bit i believe i'm sure she's at edinburgh right now but right. uh um she's very funny i love I, I like her a lot and then uh uh he has on um uh nish kumar quite a bit and uh, hari kondabolu and, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you could phone him in? Uh, yeah. Or is Harry over there? No, I think he, he they, they do like a transatlantic one. Oh, nice. A bit. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. Uh, Andy's very funny and uh, 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 knows more about cricket than any human on the planet. Which... I don't know. Will Anderson did an amazing dork forest about cricket. I, you put um, the two of them in a room. I think, I think you'd get a lot of cricket. Uh, there'd be a lot of cr- crickets for me going, <laughs> talk to me some more about what's going on. It's, I, 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 the thing about cricket for me was uh, I one day I was listening to uh, a local public radio station, and it was after midnight, so they were playing the BBC, and they did about five minutes of cricket results. Okay. And the, uh, this, it was fascinating. Because they used words I'd never heard before. Okay. And they used words I knew, but in a completely alien context. Right. And it was very educational for me because I think it gave me some idea of what it's like for people when I talk about computers. Right. There is definitely perspective yeah. and uh, and having, for sure. Andrew Salmson, thank you so much for doing The Dork Forest. Oh, it has been an hour. pleasure. It has been an hour. It has and, been an uh, hour. And it really feels like nothing. <laughs> exactly. It goes by so fast because you're talking about something you love. I do. I do. Uh, Ranger. You know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we. You. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?